All right. Hey, Echo Casters. This is Echo Craft. Uh, we are doing a podcast this evening, an Echo Cast. Um, yeah, so we are going to be doing uh, some new synthesizer reviews. Uh, hopefully, uh, Zach can join us. Um, if he can't, whatever. Um, you know, we'll just keep on plugging away here. So, a lot of stuff coming out. Super Booth um, 2019 is in Berlin right now. And I just want to remind everybody uh, that last year um, at Super Booth, um, we, uh, I was in the Roland Spotlight at Super Booth. Um, in the Roland booth, uh, Mr. Tuna was one of them as well. And I, I'm trying to remember if what synth space was one of them. I forget. But anyway, I thought it was really cool. Uh, there was another gentleman from Japan. I forget his name, but he was there as well. Um, and uh, so we were spotlighted at Super Booth uh, in the Roland Spotlight booth. So that was pretty cool. Uh, but so, hey, it's going on right now. And there's a lot of crazy stuff coming out. So. The first thing I'm going to start off with is the nude Dreadbox. So this is the Dreadbox Nix version of volume or version two. It's duophonic synthesizer, um, but it says it's analog paraphonic synthesizer, two oscillators, white noise generator, uh, auto tune function. It says it, it's extremely flexible dual filter from simple 12 dB. Uh, oct uh, octave low pass to a 20 up to 24 dB variable with bandpass. Uh, multiple routing options, 30 loopable, uh, excuse me, three loopable uh, envelope generators, drone mode, modulated reverb, that famous Nix reverb. Uh, it just sounds so awesome, so lush, so warm. Um, uh, and 30 patch points now. So it has a nice patch bay on it, uh, which is pretty cool. So, <clears throat> yeah, I'm excited about this. Um, I always wanted the Nix uh, when it came out by Dreadbox, and I never bought one. Uh, it's just a super cool synthesizer. Uh, now that it's paraphonic or duophonic, um, I don't know, man. It's pretty cool. It's a, it's a lot bigger. Uh, there are longer faders uh, that are on it. Uh, the knobs are... Uh, are a little bit bigger on it as well. The reverb section looks really cool. It's kind of like this, got this kind of like space scene on it. Um, yeah, so I'm gonna check this out if I can. Um, I was looking at the price. I'm pretty sure the price is up around seven hundred dollars, seven forty nine. I'm not sure, but um, it should be pretty cool. Um, so yeah, so that is by uh, Dreadbox. All right, so the next thing we're going to look at here, um, the Volca Nubus vacuum tube synthesizer. Yeah, so I looked at this thing. Um, it's pretty cool. Um, it's, I want to so say it sounds like the old bass synthesizer, the old Volca bass. Uh, but it's got a little bit more oomph to it. It's got a couple of other characteristics on it. Uh, we have two different tube settings, one for more saturation and another one more for more warmth, um, which is kind of cool. And obviously, it's got the famous Volca 16-step uh, sequencer that's in it. Um, it's got some modulation effects. I believe it also has um, 
it's basically recordable. So the knobs are recordable on this. I could have been reading that wrong. I haven't had my hands on one. Obviously, it's brand new, uh, but it looks pretty cool. It's got this bluish gradient that goes into black, which looks pretty, pretty dope. Um, so that's a cool one uh, that just came out, and uh, it's at Super Booth, and I'm hoping it's going to be at, at the new Summer Nam. I'll be going to Summer Nam in July, which I'm pretty excited about. Uh, I went to Winter Nam, um, and... I know that Summernam's smaller. Hopefully, these things will be there. Um, I'm told that a lot of things don't show up there because uh, it is smaller. But I'm 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 pretty sure this stuff will probably be there. So I'm pretty excited about this. Now, another big thing from Korg, huge release from Korg, is the new Korg Mini Lug or Mini Log XD module. Check that out. So it is the uh, the module. Uh, it's basically a mini, mini log, uh, log, log, whatever the fuck it's called, um, XD without the keyboard. Uh, so definitely check that out. I had a chance to go on to some of the, um, websites and check it out. And I went on to Korg's website and listened to the demo. It's really nice, man. Um, I know reverb.com has, uh, I think I think uh, the gentleman's name is Nick Waz or Waz Ways. I, I don't know uh, from Korg. Um, he demos it. It's actually really cool. You should definitely check it out. Uh, but it does. It looks exactly like the Mini Log uh, XD without a key bed. Um, yeah, it's pretty cool, um, and it has all the same features. It's it's nice. Um, that might find its way here. I don't know. I I like my. I have an old silver mini lug. I like it. I use it a lot. Um, but this thing's pretty cool. Because apparently, also you can connect it uh, to get um, a lot more polyphony. So you can actually connect the two. I don't know if you can connect it to the old mini lug. I'm not sure. Um, but it would be fun trying. Uh, kind of cool looking ab uh, sitting above because that's black, and then my mini lug is silver. So it'd be kind of cool to have those two connected together and, and have some fun with that. So interesting. Uh, didn't see that one coming. Let's put it that way. Um, another cool thing that I thought was really neat. Uh, there's a company called Sequenz. Sequenz Music Gear. Um, they make stands for Korg stuff, um, which I found interesting. They make cases too. Um, but one of the things that I was looking at, because I do have some Volcas, I did put them away, but is this thing called a Volca Rack. I saw this at Winter Nam, and I was trying to figure out who it was. Um, but this is the um, the Volca Rack, um, and I think it holds up to, let's see, it says uh, Volca Racks are all about Volcanomics, uh, Volca plus uh, Egonomics. Up to four Volcas, that's two by two. Volcas can be arranged as desired, uh, a securely, all securely in place, thanks to durable aluminum framing and rubber legs. Um, but it does have uh, side panels, enable you to flip the rack to the deeper or taller. Oh, that's kind of cool. Uh, and it is punctuated with wood ends for sturdiness and great looks. It does look really cool. When I saw it at NAMM, 
Um, I was like, wow, what is this thing? This is really nice. Uh, so I have my eye on this because this is kind of nice. And it would be really nice to actually put uh, sit my vocals in this. I do like it pitched the way they have it. Uh, looks like a, you know, when your Volcas are in it, man, it looks like a modular system. That's what I like about it. Um, I just wish they made it a little bit bigger so you could fit more in there. But I imagine you'd buy two of them so you could actually have up to eight Volcas connected. Um, but yeah, I'm, I'm definitely going to check this guy out. I don't know how much it costs. Um, I'm looking right now. Uh, it has distributors, distributors. Let's see. Australia, yeah, Finland, Hong Kong, and of course the U.S. is way down here. USA. Oh, you got to get it through Korg itself. Yeah. Korg USA Incorporated. You order it directly from them. Interesting. Okay. Um, yeah. So uh, that was very cool. Um, I really think that's awesome. Uh, and I... I I just, I think it's cool. I think I'm, I'm probably going to check that out. Um, so yeah, that was, uh, that's one of the cool things that I liked about what Korg had to offer. They came out with some cool stuff. It just keeps getting better folks. There's some really, pretty cool things that are happening out there, um, in the, uh, in the synth world, but wait, there's more. So that being said, um, let's see. Another thing that came out, Pittsburgh Modular actually released one called, um, the Modular Voltage Research Lab. Um, that one looks really cool too, man. Uh, it's a nice wooden, it's in a nice wooden case. Um, and it looks really cool. Um, got a lot of patch points on it from what i can tell i i really haven't researched this too much and from what i can tell uh it looks like it's got a synth engine i can't really see the photos too well in this uh let's see if i can get to pittsburgh's site um from what I can tell, it looks uh, it looks pretty cool. It's it, and what I heard sounded really cool as well. Um, here we go, Pittsburgh Modular. <clears throat> here we go. Yeah, Pittsburgh does some interesting uh, film stuff. Here we go. Yeah, so here it is. So, uh, yeah, it's got uh, synth engine on it. It looks like a couple of oscillators. And it's got the touchpad that they had on their other synth, which is really cool. A voltage Research Laboratory, it's called. It looks really cool. It's got a nice, like I said, a dark wooden case that they uh, put around it. Um, so it's, it's, it's slanted up top and then flat on the bottom where the touch uh, plate keyboard is. Um, yeah, it looks great, man. Um, and I know I had, I had Pittsburgh modular stuff before. Um, I do know that uh, I, I had one of those and it was actually really cool. Um, 
yeah, it's nice. Looks very nice. So, yeah. So, anyway, Pittsburgh Modular came out with something new, which is nice. Uh, like I said, I had one of their um, setups. I really like it a lot. Um, and what is this? Somebody's messaging me right now. I'm sorry. Uh, cool. Um, yeah. So anyway, um, so they came out with something new. There's a, like I said, there's a whole bunch of stuff here. Uh, IK Media, the Uno Drum. Yes, IK Media. So they just came out. IK Media had released the Uno synthesizer, which is only $199 US dollars, um, which is pretty cool. Um, and I don't know if anybody has seen that. I have. It's actually kind of nice. Um, but, uh, yeah, I thought it was really cool that they came out with this and I'm very interested in it actually. Uh, let's see. IK media. And here it is right here. It's, uh, there it is the Uno drum. They just announced it. It's on pre-order. It's $249. It looks really cool, though. Um, it's got that same type of Uno uh, touchpad kind of surface to it. Um, pretty simple. It looks like fun. It's all analog. Um, so I'm pretty impressed with it. Let's see if I can get the – take a look at the back end. And here we go. So we've got an in and an out. And we've got MIDI, and it's got the mini um, – mini jacks that connect to the MIDI and that goes to a larger MIDI um, five din pin connector. Uh, looks really cool, man. I'm dying to hear it, you know, um, and I'm a gear whore and I love gear and this thing looks really cool. So it does have quarter inch in and then it's got the mini jacks for the uh, MIDI. Um, it just looks really good. It's all white. Got this orangey look to it too. It's got orange knobs and stuff, uh, and it's got you know typical record buttons. Um, trying to see here, yeah, different levels. So you have your your uh, okay comp. Oh, so we have some effects. We have compression, drive, stutter effect, swing, division, humanize, and and uh, velocity, uh, patent length, different kits, sounds, song, song length. Mute, tap tempo. Yeah, it's got some cool stuff. So uh, I'm, I'm curious. You know, that's pretty cool. So that's IK, IK Media, Multimedia, IK Multimedia, which uh, came out with the, uh, with the Uno and the Uno, Uno Drum. And then we have, I can't talk tonight, sorry. Um, and then there's the Uno Synth. And we had all seen that. I don't know if you guys know about this too, but there's the Uno synth editor for Mac and PC, which is also free. And they have some swag on here too. Oh, they got some cool stuff. Um, 
But yeah, the synth itself is $199.99. And I know Marshall Arnold bought one. He loves it. It is cheap. Um, you know, well, inexpensive, I should say. Uh, so, I mean, yeah. So, it, it looks pretty cool, man. So, now we have the Uno drum machine and the Uno synth. We'll be checking that out, which is exciting. All right. Let's see. Uh, we have next up uh, from Superbooth 2019, we have Soma Pulsar 23 drum machine. Now, this thing is really interesting to me because instead of patch points, it you got to use alligator clips. And basically, you take the alligator clips and you put them on these little terminals that are sticking up all over the board. It's bright orange. I heard some of it. Um, I'm not going to lie. saw some of it on, on uh, Sonic State. And I got to tell you, uh, it sounds really cool. It's all analog. Um, Somar is the same company that uh, came out with, um, let me see if I can remember the name of the other synth. I'm, I'm going to type it in actually because it's, let's see. Uh, here it is here. The Lyra, uh, eight drone synthesizer. I, I, you know, the Lyra eight. Yeah. I, I, this is a really peculiar synthesizer. Um, Lyra eight. Yeah. I, and they came out with this. I, it's kind of peculiar. I, I checked it out. Um, I didn't really play one or anything. It's from Soma Laboratories, Soma Laboratories, S-O-M-A. Um, and it's the Lyra 8. And it's kind of cool. It's it's a very interesting machine. There's the Lyra 4 also. So it's a very, it's much smaller. Um, interesting. Yeah. I don't, I don't know what the 4 is all about. I've only seen the Lyra 8. Uh, they're very expensive. Um, and, uh, yeah, you can check that stuff out. Again, the drum machine looks really cool. Um, I'm really curious about this Lyra 4, though. I've never seen this one. So this should be pretty cool. Yeah, so Soma Pulsar 23, which is their drum machine. It sounds really cool. It looks really cool. It's got those same, like on the Lyra, Lyra 8, it's got the same like touch sensitive uh, buttons or these little knobs that are on there. It's kind of cool. It's kind of interesting. Um, and that's how you trigger it. I imagine you probably could trigger it using MIDI as well. Um, so yeah, that came out. Uh, what else we got? Uh yeah, it's this, this really interesting game changer, they're calling it. Um, it's called the Motor Synth. Yeah. Motor Synth. I'm going to copy and paste that in. See what I come up with here. 
and it's just a really, really odd bird, man. Um, I don't understand it, actually. Um, <clears throat> it's cool, though. I think it's going to be cool. I don't know how much it is. Um, I'd like to know who makes it. Is it Motor Synth, I guess? I don't. Yeah. Uh, Motor Synth. That's the name of it. Oh, by Game Changer Audio. Okay. So Game Changer is the name of the company. And it's an Indigo project. And I'm just going to turn the volume down on my music here for a sec. And turn the volume up on this. Can everybody hear that? It's really strange, man. It's got like these wheels and gears that turn inside of it. It's very interesting, very unique. So I, I'm not quite sure, like, and it also has a, it looks like it has some type of um, oscilloscope on it. Yeah. It's just weird. You, you guys would have to see it. Um, check it out. Again, it's at Super Booth right now, and it's very, very strange. I want to know how much they, they're asking for it. You guys have to see this. Printed waveforms picked up by an optical sensor. Interesting. And it said, uh, campaign goes live on the 28th of May. Notify me. And that is an Indigo project. So, yeah. Uh, very interesting. Um, and then Eureka came out with a new sequencer, Spring Reverb, and this would be for a modular system, uh, which is pretty cool. So, yeah, so should definitely, uh, definitely check this out. And I'm just going to put the music back on now. Um yeah, so it's called the Motor Synth. It looks, like I said, it looks very interesting, very intriguing to me. Um, not quite sure, like, how that's going to work out. Um, but, yeah, should be pretty cool. And let's see, what else we got? Got a whole bunch of stuff, man. Um, let's see. I know... Oh, yeah. Can't forget Moog. Yes, indeed. Moog um, had announced this, <coughs> excuse me, before Superbooth, but they do have a new synth out called the Matriarch. And I think I touched on that last week um, with the, um, what do you call it, podcast that I did from my car called Ride Along. <laughs> um, so, yeah, apparently uh, Moog has a new synthesizer out called the 
matriarch and it is polyphonic or duo. I think it's duophonic or paraphonic. I don't know. Apparently, like I said, synth companies are starting to get away from mono synths. Um, and that's cool. That's fine. I think it's great uh, because I prefer uh, analog uh, poly, poly synths myself. I just like being able to play uh, more than, you know, four notes at a time. Uh, like this guy over here. Pretty cool. I love that synth. That is my sequential Dave Smith instrument. Uh, the Rev 2. I'm going to be upgrading that to the 16 voice soon. I'm going to be ordering the board for that. Uh, so, yeah, so I'm pretty excited about that. Uh, and some other synth news. Um, kind of an interesting thing that happened my Moog sub fatty, uh, pooped the bed. Yeah. Uh, wasn't happy about that. Um, yeah, so that wasn't uh, a good thing. Uh, apparently what happened was I went to use it one night and what happened was I went to use the two octave switches, um, on the oscillators. Um, there's two separate octave switches and not just one didn't work, but the second octave switch didn't work. Uh, so I contacted Moog, and they were very kind. They're very nice. And they said, please, you know, ship it off to us. We'll just replace the switches. Unfortunately, it's out of warranty. It's out of the, it's out of the extended warranty uh, that I had bought, uh, unfortunately. And um, so I... You know, I'm probably going to have to pay for labor. They told me they weren't going to charge me for the switches, which is awesome. Um, so hopefully, uh, and they just received it on Tuesday, which I found very odd um, since I sent it out uh, two-day ground shipping last Thursday. Um, yeah, and it just got to them on Tuesday. So that was interesting. Um, whatever. Uh, and... They said they're not going to be able to take a look at it until uh, a little after next week. So I'm thinking two weeks. They're not going to be able to have anybody look at it. And that's fine because um, I have other synths in this uh, studio of mine um, that I, as you can see, I have a lot of synths around here. Take the camera and show you, but I don't want to mess up my angle here. Um and I am, that's another thing, I, I am doing a podcast, but I'm also doing a video cast for uh, for my YouTube channel. So, uh, yeah, so that happened. Um, I, I like the sub fatty. You know, I might sell it. I don't know. I might, I might get rid of it and get something different. Um, we'll see what happens. Uh, but, yeah, I'm probably going to be going on uh, – and selling a bunch of gear, actually. Um, uh, some I have some PA gear and stuff like that from my old band that I need to get rid of because it's just sitting and uh, wasting away in in a in a room in my father-in-law's house, and I need to get rid of it um, because I'm not going to use it ever again. Um, and I just want to unload it, you know, get some money for it, maybe buy another piece of gear or something. I don't know. We'll see what happens. But yeah, I might sell the sub fatty. I'm not sure yet. Uh, it is a cool little uh, mono synth, but again, I'm, you know, I got enough mono synths, um, and a lot of the synths that I own, I can make mono. 
So that's not a problem either. You know what I mean? Um, even my my little uh, DeepMind 12 here, you know, that's a nice mono synth sound right there. I also have the uh, Monologue, which is a great bass mono synth. Am I comparing that to the Moog Sub Fatty? No, but I mean, you know, I also have the Moog Mother 32, which I love. Uh, has some great sounds in it. Um, you guys can't hear that, I know, but you know what I'm saying? Like, there's some, um, you know, cool stuff like that. Um, so, I mean, I love mono synths, but I'm really, I still don't have um, a Behringer Model D and I, I, Still have my eye on that. I still kind of like it. It's kind of cool, but I also have, I also have the SEO two, which is a great fat analog mono synth, kind of like a copy of a mini Moog. So yeah, I don't know. You know what I mean? Like, there's a there's a lot of great mono synths in this studio. Um, so. I don't know. I, I, I'm thinking about getting rid of uh, the sub fatty. I'm not sure yet, but, you know, if anybody wants it, let me know. Um, maybe we can work out a deal. Um, they go new for, I believe, $700 now. Uh, is it $699? I don't know. Let's find out. Sub fatty. Sub fatty new. Sweetwater sells it for $7.99. So I paid $8.99 for mine when it first came out. So that's not too bad. It's only gone down like $100. Um, so that's new. So I'd probably sell it for like 6 You know, it's used, but it's, like I said, in the studio. <coughs> it's going to come back all refurbished and new and have new switches. And so it's going to be like brand new. Everything in my studio looks pristine anyway because I always dust it and clean it and keep everything working right. And if something needs to be repaired, I send it out to be repaired. Um, that's what you do with expensive gear um, or non-expensive gear, whatever. Um, but anyway, so yeah, so a lot of stuff going on in Superbooth. Um, I don't. I'm I'm trying to find some other stuff here. Uh, let's see. Give me a second. Let's see if I got some other stuff. Show you guys. Let's see. Um, yeah, I'm looking, man. Uh, kind of bumming, actually, because I can't really... Superbooth 19. And this isn't going to show us much. There's a whole bunch of stuff that's coming out. And I went through a lot of it. Um, I'll probably do, you know, as more stuff comes out, um, I'll probably do another podcast on some of the new stuff that's happening. Uh, again, you know, I watch Sonic State. I watch a lot of, um, you know, uh, different uh, companies out there like Perfect Circuit and, uh, you know, Loop Pop, he does a lot of cool stuff. So, I mean, 
you know, there's 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 people putting stuff out there right now. Um, I know uh, Bo Beats also put some stuff out there. Um, so yeah, you know, I think uh, I don't know. You know, I I I want to talk about right now. I just want to talk about like music in general, um, synth synthesizer music, electronic music. You know. I've for a long time been trying to find my genre. And uh, recently I just discovered that the genre that I'm in for the type of music that I write is called uh, melodic, uh, is it, yeah, melodic minimal techno. I guess that's where my stuff fits in. Sort of, kind of. I still do some stuff with orchestral instruments and stuff, but I mean... I'm kind of falling into that whole bracket, basically, um, which is kind of cool, you know. Uh, I don't know. I I, I I like the sound of it. I like some of the stuff that I've been listening to that actually, you know, sound like what I do. Um, so it's yeah, it's it's called melodic minimal techno. Uh, so that's my genre. Um, kind of where I kind of fall into. Um, so please do me a favor, check my music out on Spotify, uh, Apple music. Uh, but I really push Spotify, um, because what I love about Spotify is that you can find a ton of local and independent artists out there that do new and cool stuff, experimental stuff. So definitely check it out. Um, another thing, um, want to give a shout out to, uh, the deep dive podcast, uh, that does, they do movie reviews, um, and they're good friends of mine and they, their podcast is awesome actually. Um, and also, uh, my buddy Dean and I do a podcast called belligerence and, you know, it's, it's, it's another side of me. Um, it's, uh, you know. It's belligerent. Um, we swear a lot. Sometimes we tap into politics, which I really don't like doing um, because I don't. Politics to me is insane. Um, and but we, we dive into some really weird subject matters and, and, and you'll hear Dean rag on me and give me a lot of shit, which is fucking great. Right. Um, but yeah, so um, check it out. It's called Belligerence. Check out the Deep Dive podcast as well. And, um, please, uh, sorry for the long, you know, uh, span of not being, uh, doing a, an echo craft, uh, echo cast podcast. Um, but you know, uh, life tends to get in the way sometimes and been really busy. Uh, but hopefully, uh, we'll start picking this up again every Thursday night. So yeah, be cool out there. Peace. Keep listening to good music. And, uh, I don't know. I don't know. That's all I got to say, man. All right. Hey, peace. Thank you.